All right, y'all, my apologies. Uh, stuff, life and stuff. But I got I got him here. Uh, MOT reached out to me. Shout out to MOT. I call him AKA the fire breathing dragon because he been he been laying waste and, and laying waste to everything and everybody. And I'm here for it. So I want to pick his brains, me personally, about some things. And I want to get clarification uh, on the direction of how he sees things. So um, with no further uh, introduction uh, needed on my behalf, I got MOT. Uh, sir, everyone knows who you are, but please introduce yourself. How's it going? I'm your man tomorrow here. I'm the uh, president of the Black Manosphere. <laughs> the real Manosphere. There's two different Manospheres here. There's one for entertainment and stagnation, and there's one for actual progress and things that men actually need to be doing that is not focused on uh, exclusively the uh, talk about women and the relationships and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's what my channel is about. I've been in uh, the YouTube sector for about, I, I think, 2015. I came in through um, Mr. Jeff's channel, was a commenter there, was a commenter on uh, Angry Man's channel. Then I made my way over to uh, O'Shea, and that's kind of how I got started. And I had my own channel, I think, like 2017. I had a channel, uh, and I've just been uh, setting things straight because there's a lot of things that we need to be doing with this actual concept that is not being done. And we can't have professionals come through here. We can't be taken seriously by anybody if we have a bunch of non-serious people who want to take everything from the concept of the Black Man Spirit, but don't want to add any actual value to Black men within the Man Spirit outside of thinking that they understand women. Okay. Okay. Well said. So let me get right into it. For you, where did it all go wrong? I don't even think it was the Super Chats. I don't think it was the super chats. I think it's uh, the actual um, the vulcanizing of the space behind um, the relationship piece. I think the relationship argument should be kicked out of the space entirely. It shouldn't even be online for that fact of the matter. And um, what they was doing, they was weaponizing people's insecurities and their failures around women. Mm -hmm and actually kind of kept them in that red pill rage. You know, they kind of infected them with their product, acute uh, red pill poisoning. And then they attempted to keep selling them to the solution, which is going to Instagram and TikTok and finding the most ridiculous example of women that you shouldn't even want to be with or around and kept dousing these people with that type of stuff and just keep setting them on fire over and over again. Because okay. no matter what you say or what you think around here, uh -huh. That's what get the views. And I didn't come here for views. I'm already a professional. I already have my stuff together. But but people who don't have a voice, it's easy to take popularity. Like, like you can't have progress and popularity at the same time. One has to take precedence over another. So let me ask you a two-part question. So you said the relationship piece should have been left out, should not have been introduced into the space. That's part one. Not part two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then part not two is as it pertains to women in the space is that a is that a foregone conclusion that they shouldn't they shouldn't be entertained in the space as well um i'm kind of two minds on this i don't think women being here is a problem i think women being here actually exposes the actual men who actually didn't come here for the right things okay. it's just like people who are white can be here then and it's not a problem people who are latino can be here then it's not a problem but then again it pretty shows <laughs> what you're actually here for 
when those other people are here, what you're actually going to concentrate on once they are here. So because all this stuff was about taking all this information and these actual experiences from everybody within this space and going right. doing something productive offline with it. Okay. Okay. Well, then let me ask you this. Where should those that were looking for relationship um, solutions, what would you suggest for them? Where should they go? Or do you even um, care? Not necessarily, because um, most of the people that they want to be with, they don't want to be with them. Like, okay. that's the whole point here. Um, and this isn't a, a place where you're supposed to come to the man of spirit to find a mate or get married, even though that did happen here in some aspect. Okay. But at the end of the day, if you have relationship issues, then you have to deal with women in the world, not online with people who've actually failed with women, have multiple kids by multiple different women, don't even have custody of their own kids, but they're trying to tell you about relationship uh information like my grandfather would never even condone me even listening to a man doing that but you have to understand a lot of these people have been raised in situations that are not ideal mm -hmm. and rather than seeking the appropriate help from the appropriate professionals they actually come online and deal with people who are definitely not professionals who's actually um <laughs> using their actual um experiences as a springboard to actually put themselves in a position that they shouldn't be in okay well, let me just ask, are, are you an advocate for marriage since you are indeed married? Is, is that a solution or is that part of a solution to, to an overall to, to help combat the issues that you see men having, having problems with? Well, only if you have your shit together, okay. only if you're going to choose an appropriate uh, mate that's on your actual level. But this is not an environment that's conducive for the marriage type of peace, right? Okay. Even though I am. Um, I don't think a lot of these people are even cut out for marriage okay. because they haven't got the productivity piece down first. And if they just want to talk about women and not really the actual getting their stuff together, because it takes money to make things work, but they actually want, they actually sidetracked that believed in game and thought that just mouthpiecing your way into a circumstance of somebody's underwear is somehow is going to raise a family. And that's how we have the 1970s to the 2020 actual the waffle house family <laughs> you know that that's what we got that those are the outcomes that we have so okay if not marriage then would you advocate for a sigma lifestyle well what's your definition of sigma because i keep hearing that being thrown around I, i've met like real sigmas in 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 my life um like most people who are part of the special forces i consider sigma okay period and like they, they're on their own stuff. They go through a lot of training, very competent, don't need anybody's help, very socially, upwardly mobile, don't even care about anything, but they're very competent at what they're doing. Right. That That's my takeaway. That's what I thought a Sigma would is a, basically a loner. Yeah. But it seems to me the majority of the men in, in the space are not equipped to be a loner. I, I, I don't think I think they would run from that and rather deal with a woman. Um that's my take on it. But what say you? Well, I, I would probably consider myself a Sigma, even though I don't talk about it that much because it's okay. just a live lifestyle. It isn't anything that I would broadcast or kind of make uh, content around because oh. I spend a lot of time trying to be competent at what I'm actually doing. I'm not really well, unless it's, you know, certain people within the space. I'm not really focused on what people are doing uh, outside of that. Like I, I just chose competency at a craft. 
as, as like the baseline of everything that I'm actually doing. And I just shut everything out outside of that because my girl actually drives for my company. She does shit for my company. And that's why I think the marriage piece is part of the protection piece is making sure that she's not in front of somebody else's face for eight hours a day. Okay. That that's also part of that piece. But I had to get my stuff together before I did, did the marriage piece, the cultural marriage piece, not legally binding all that kind of stuff, the cultural piece. So you sit down, you make a deal with the culture, they make deals, I make deals, there's certain things that are my responsibility, certain things, their responsibility, and you just go from there. Do you think the concept of marriage uh, is watered down to a point where the average person, you say marriage to them and they automatically get the jitters and it's like, well, do you even understand what a marriage is? Is that part of the problem as well? Why they abhor the idea of, of marriage? Not only the definition, it, it, it's two things you have to start off with. It's a definition of what you think a marriage is, a successful one. Right. And the second question is why? And then after that is who are you going to do this with and what are you going to do once they're there? Like me, I'm protected in my situation. Like if things go bad or not right, assets get split up, mm-hmm. they go back to them, mm-hmm. I go back to me, mm-hmm. everything is great. But right. this actual society here, it isn't like that. And that's why I set things up so that way it is based on the longevity type of thing and a more outcome based rather than uh, intentions. Then all of a sudden intentions change. And then all of a sudden we got all this stuff going on that don't need to be going on. Okay. I want to get to the crux of the issue. Well, one of the many cruxes, um, you deem yourself the president of the manosphere. Black manosphere. Yes. Black manosphere. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, Why did you decide to take on that mantle? Because somebody needs to take responsibility for what's actually going on with this space. Okay. The um, actual um, people don't understand that that whole black identity extremist stuff that uh, Jeff Sessions mm-hmm. wanted to put down. That stuff is still on the books and it's still at the Justice Department. So they can clearly still come in here and shut this whole everything down, especially this relationship talk. If somebody were to unfortunately pick up an automatic weapon or, you know, have some hot dogs with some uh wires out of it, counting down, run up in the situation, end up exploding something. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to go to where they actually get this information from. What people don't understand is a lot of these people, when they go through these actual crimes, like they don't tell you this, but they see the same literature everywhere. This red pill bullshit, this manuscript bullshit. And it's like nobody is really taking responsibility for what's actually going on here. And, and it's like, look, I'd rather do it as a professional because I can talk to these people. I don't want these people speaking for our actual group. I don't want people speaking for the actual time that I've actually put into this space and the outcomes that I actually want to take in. Like the people have actually stepped off. They built their actual platforms off of the problems of men. They've actually stepped off and they've actually did everything that they actually wanted to do. And I think that the time here is over. So since there's clearly not a leader, but everybody wants to keep claiming something from the actual aspects, why don't we just turn it into something that it should have been in the first place? So that way it can operate functionally as it's supposed to. Okay. I like that. But now it seems uh, the space has splintered off into, into, into different factions. Um, to, to the other leaders of, of, of said factions, are you willing to work with them or do you not care? Or you are, at this moment, you're just about your mission, what you're trying to do for your particular set, set of the space, or do you see it that way? Yeah, I, I'm not trying to work with them. 
they know what they're here for. Um, these people were supposed to be in neighborhoods, not on the internet, okay. not trying to ruin other things for people. These people were supposed to not have a voice. They were supposed to be alone. They were supposed to be not having any women or complaining about child support or talking about the 94 crime bill or whatever they talk about, but they're not supposed to be online in front of our faces, sabotaging and destroying the place that was supposed to be for men to get their stuff together. They were not supposed to be with us. Okay. Now, one long-standing feud that I kept hearing about with you versus uh, another belief system was the game guys. And I yes. never understood. Well, tell me what is exactly is your issue with the game, the game, not necessarily the game guys, but I guess the game mantra or, or the rhetoric with that. Um, they're pretty much taking advantage of unfathered individuals. Okay. I can't see of a person who had a father or a strong male figure in their life that they would send them online to listen to online clowns talking about the relationship, actual peace, because with all this red pill knowledge, with all this management knowledge, I don't see any of these people actually getting off the marketplace. The only thing they have done was create an actual community full of complainers and whiners and not people who actually want to go out there and take action on their own stead. They want to keep feeding them a steady diet of bitch can't act right. Look at this bitch not acting right rather than getting with the actual women that you're supposed to be around because you're supposed to be avoiding problems. You ain't supposed to be consistently looking at problems. How would you vet um, your version of the space, especially if it's an online, the online portion of the space, how, how would you vet who you let in or, or, or who you would deem to speak on behalf of, of the, of your space? I mean, it's just that I'm all the productivity type thing, the more political literacy type piece, um, the more career oriented type thing. You don't really need to be a spokesperson like that, but I'm taking over it. So that way we can be able to move it in that direction. It's currently not heading in that direction. Okay. So far, we got child support complainers, relationship hucksters. We got people who can't even do anything without complaining about women. Like a man of spirit is supposed to be about men's issue. And I can't think of anything more centered to a man's issue than how he makes his money legal. Okay, I like that. But uh, let me give you pushback on this. Is child support not a men's issue to you? No. And why not? Because it's not on the ballot anymore. Because the dominant society haven't deemed it to be an issue that we're going to work together on. Okay, so if the, the dominant society says, okay, it's time to re rethink this, the child support issue, would, then would you change your, your, your stance on that? Absolutely. Okay. However, however, individually, if you have a problem with the child support system, you should be talking to an actual um, attorney about your actual issue. You should be solving your actual problem. So it's going to be, it's going to seem like doublespeak, but it isn't. It's like, okay, if you have a problem with child support, mm -hmm. talking to other men online, is not going to get you custody of your kids. Knowing about all these terms and conditions online that, it, that may or may not be within your state, it's not going to get you your kids. Okay. What is going to get you your kids is you're going to have to take this woman to court and fight her in court in order to get your kids. That's how you get your kids. But listening to people who's not attorneys, who's not lawyers, okay. if you don't have an actual date on the docketing where you're actually going to court to get this stuff started, 
or if you're in the middle of keep keeping it going, then you're actually not solving the problem because the child support issue is more of a singular issue that an individual can solve. It took my brother a while from Mississippi. He went to like another, he got to switch to another state and that's how he got custody of his kids. But the child support conversation starts way before the child support issue. It starts by the woman that you choose to have kids with. And people don't want to take accountability nor responsibility for the individual that they decided to have kids with in the first place. Okay. Fair enough. But would you say that people change? Um, yes. Can, okay. With that being said, would you agree that men that have custody of their children, they're kind of the outliers or they're the, in the minority? Correct. But they have to work in order to get there. It isn't an easy process. It isn't a one-time thing, but we know the difference between the people who have completed the process and there's individuals who haven't even started the process, period. Okay. I remember one time you said a while back you would not hire guys that pay child support. Now, with with the way you you wish to take the space, would you think that stance would alienate future people, future guys that could help push the space forward? Actually, that was my stance at the time. Um, on that live stream, it was a BGS live stream. I think it was about six years ago. Yeah. I, yeah and actually, yeah. and actually that's when I first had a channel, like after that, but, but after that discussion online, like me and angry man, we had like a knockout drag out for like three hours after the live stream was over. And I had okay. to change my mind because I was wrong in saying that, even though I had a good reason. There was a he gave me a, a better way of handling it in the future. And I'll tell you what the actual issue was. OK, so because um, I hired felons, you know, mm-hmm. people who've actually done real crime. And. Um, the conversation was around, well, well, how did you vet those individuals? I'm like, I met with the family. I'm like, so why don't you just meet with the family of the child support people? I'm like, most people who are on child support don't want me meeting their baby mama. Because I want to be able to hire the circumstance in the situation. So that way I don't have a truck at a way station that mm-hmm. I have to tow somewhere that can, and now I have to take my truck down, go get that truck out of impound and then try to deliver two different loads across the country. Okay. So, so the actual idea was to look, I need to retract my statement. I need to retract my stance and this is how I'm going to handle it in the future. That's why it never really came up. But it did kind of linger out there because we came to a agreement and we never talked about it again, because I guess that's a part of the actual conversation that people didn't hear mm-hmm. was that I had to admit that I was wrong. And but I had good reasons because, you know, you go to a military installation, you go to the defense logistics agency, they running your actual um, actual stuff. You yeah. have a felony. They locking your ass up. You yeah. own federal property. They're not going to do that. But 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 I was like, OK, so what if I can. Because this is not my idea. It was his idea. So why don't you just vet those people like you vet those people? Like, isn't that the same thing? I'm like, wait a minute. I could actually do that. But then again, once I did try to do it that way, people didn't want me actually even getting in contact with the baby mama because she's going to be the one who's going to be getting this dude's license suspended. So while it was a good idea, it it wasn't really that effective. Mm -hmm. I, I I mean, rather than a hard no, F no, it became... 
rather than either or it came a, became a not only but also and like okay. rarely people wanted me to be that invested or involved in the actual situation because i don't mm-hmm. mind be like look your man's been out here for a while he's doing good how about this pedicure and this fucking manicure but keeping this motherfucker out there working because mm-hmm. that's the whole point of getting in contact with her because she runs him so if i'm talking to the supervisor rather than the end unit it's a better interaction overall because I'm talking to the woman who runs the actual man rather than the man makes excuses and I have no control over the situation. I'd rather just pay her actually okay. rather than just deal with him. So gotcha. that's what I had to change. I had to okay. change that. Cool. And yeah, I was, I remember, no, I, I remember you said, I was like, damn, that's, I mean, that's a hard line. <laughs> that was, so, that was almost German S like, I was like, man, that man, that man is so rigid, but now nah, that's, that's, that's dope. But let me ask you this. Not about angry man, but has your stance softened on what you would deem an angry man type of guy? What do you mean? Because um, I remember you guys is back and forth, and I don't think it was so much angry man, but maybe the archetype that he represents. Like I said, I hire felons, like people who've killed people, multiple people. Okay. Like I'm, 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 I hire street people, like like real street dudes. Like I, I this, that's different from the screaming guy in 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 a corner online with figurines behind him like that that's not it's not the person like what, what I'm talking about is people who actually want to actually turn their life around and do things I do hire people like that because you have to okay i mean so 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 angry man is not like a street dude per se it, that that that's what i'm saying but but i do hire those people gotcha um now, um, a president needs a vice president, uh, secretary, all that, all the good stuff. Who are, who would you deem to help you take the, your space uh, into the into the next iteration, the next chapter, or are you just pretty much going to say, you know what, I'm just going to delegate authority to where I need to see where to go and, and things of that nature. I mean, it's not even authority; it's just soft guidelines. It's just that okay. we need to separate all the things from the manuscript that actually took it in the direction that it was in the first place. Like, like I said, there's a bunch of things that just don't need to be here. Like we don't, <laughs> like I emailed you a whole laundry list and I'll let people know what this laundry list is here. I mean, you know, we, we don't need unreformed street guys trying to be cool online. We ain't got time for that shit. We ain't got time for trauma bond PhDs. We ain't got time for all this relation talk about women. We ain't got time, time for unlicensed relationship talk. We ain't got time for, Fake street dudes with dyed beards, fake pimps, master teachers, PhDs, get the bag, parasites, slash sociopaths, and just make an online place just for political engagement, career progression, and actually just getting your stuff together. Because okay. as men, we should be united on that. And all that other stuff is just way too divisive to try to keep along. Because all this stuff is anti the actual mission for men. Before we address the PhDs, let me ask you, does the market want what you what you're trying to offer no i'm not trying to take everybody with me that's that's the whole thing about a market you create your own market okay this is the market that i'm deliberately trying to create and trying to leave specifically people out of it because if these locks were on the doors in the first place we wouldn't be overrun by all these damaged men okay so i'm deliberately trying to leave the damaged men out of it and start going to these actual church functions and all this stuff to try to give people an actual 
place for where, where people can actually do, go to actually get their stuff together. And unfortunately, you have to leave people behind and out of it. Is there anything online that you think could help damaged men or they or 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 they should not be online at all? Like you just said, they should be in the real world getting actual help from therapists, clinicians. Correct. OK, so there's no yeah. in your in your in your in your mind, there's no room for broken men online. Unless they're trying to get their uh, stuff together. Um, okay. You know what? Now, Grandmaster Troll is not lying. I did. And that is something that I have to take responsibility for. Because I did thought that at some point um, that I, um, I thought that there was going to be an end goal to where we was going to go to another phase of this actual thing but the people actually stayed grandmaster troll that's what the problem was because i thought that we was going to move to something else but we didn't move to something else and that's what the problem was okay um i wanted to save the cute the questions for for after um so everybody no i mean but it's a legitimate question is it's a legitimate criticism no 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 i I agree (laughs) I just don't want to break up the flow. You know, I don't, I don't want to break up your flow because you're cooking right now. So um, I'm going to start that. Okay. PhDs. Here's my problem with it. I, I didn't know. It seems to me the PhDs are easily led. I didn't know they were just, I thought they were supposed to be at the top of the food chain. And it no. seems to me the ones that are in the space are not exactly. So can you um, explain to me what you see wrong? Uh, with the PhDs coming into the space and how they're being led, or they should be the leaders, or, or, or how do you see it? Okay, for the PhDs that's um, uh, on the uh, in this space, they're not here to help men. They're here to keep conversations going that they know the answer of. Like okay. people in academia are very good at this. They're very good at circular conversations that don't lead to any type of progress. Okay. That's why they're in academia, because if they wanted to actually produce, they would be outside of academia. And the only thing you have to do is actually see what these people teach while they are in academia. It's never any hard sciences. It's never any anything that's business related. It's always something that's an elective that's not useful outside of that environment. Okay. What value do they have on in the space or, or do they Absolutely have value? no value whatsoever. Is it because no of, is it because of their studies or they just, you, you hear the rhetoric, but then you see them and it's like, it doesn't add up. Yeah, it doesn't add up. Like, um, like I know PhDs, like in real life, like a lot of the people I went to school with, they went to Mississippi Valley state or, um, Jackson state. Most of them. There are, 15, 20 women, there are a smattering of dudes, but once they got their PhDs in the actual craft, they came out and they got nonprofit organizations. They came in contact with the actual school system mm-hmm. so that way they can give their recommendations based off of what they actually see. Because when you go through that actual process, you get to actually um, write studies. You could do a study of a particular topic or process. That's why you get a nonprofit organization. So that way you can be able, since you do have the credential of doing research for actual conclusion, you can actually be more legitimate in your actual complaint. Okay. Are, are there any PhDs that you've seen 
that that when you give the nod of respect to that or say you, you say okay he's doing the good work or he's doing the works there's no not one you've seen no I, i'm talking about manuscript ph yes Um, damn, his name escapes me, but he, uh, his PhD is in, I think something medical related. Damn, I forgot his name, but it's not the three that really hangs around the three letter Edmore guy. Well, I'm not talking about those guys because gotcha. those guys are a separate group, but this guy, oh, big discussion, 76. That, that That's what I meant. Big, okay. big discussion, 76. I, I, I consider him a legitimate guy. Okay. Who legitimately cares about the outcome or the people who he's actually talking to? Yeah, Dr. Dunbar. Iman Perry, that's what it is, Dr. Dunbar. Okay. Let me ask you, um how do you make the transition? Uh well, how do you plan on making the transition or in implementing the offline presence of the space and productivity? What does that look like? How does MLT do that? No, I have to get a nonprofit organization like uh, everyone else, and I have to let my intentions be known so that way people can invest in the concept of actually getting this message to actual individuals who can actually use it. That's how that works. Like I have to go out here, I have to go out here, I have to go find doctors, I have to go out here, find people who's gonna do studies about, because I wanna get to these people way before they come online. Because right now, people think parenting have gotten better, parenting have not gotten better. The socialized outcomes is pretty much standard across the board. Mm -hmm. And the people within their peer group are helping each other a hell of a lot better than their parents are trying to help them. Okay. You also mentioned future political engagement. Um, now, will you be trying to influence those on who they should vote for? Which parties? Candidates? No. Not, no. Not, not that deep in it. Okay. It's just participation because a lot of like, like there's a lot of political illiteracy among um, black people and black men in specific. But okay. a lot of people don't understand that um, all these issues are local issues. Like, like, like a non-productive man complaining about immigration when they never complained about the actual immigration bill that Ronald Reagan actually signed into law in the eighties that brought them all here in the first place. So it, it's, it's like, you got to have a degree of political literacy so that way you can be able to navigate society. Like you have to act like an actual citizen of the country. Like you can't live like an undocumented immigrant and then want the full representation of an actual citizen. Okay. Uh, getting back to the Reagan deal. And I, I was doing some research on that, but did the house kind of renege on parts of that deal to, to, to the point of the bill that he, he did, they, they didn't allow him to get what he wanted per se. And he kind of gets a bad rep for letting everybody uh, come across the border. Is that a fair assessment? It is. Okay. Okay. But a lot of these people ended up working for the military when they did come over. Okay. Um, let's get to politics real quick. You are a Democrat, correct? Yes. Okay. Should black men in 2023 moving forward still vote Democrat? And why? Uh, everything works in Colorado. I'm, I, I can't speak for the areas that they decide to live in, but I know I don't want to live in any, any Republican or conservative areas in Colorado. I do not want to live in Lyman. I do not want to live in Grand Junction. 
I do not want to live in Delta. I do not want to live in Pueblo. I don't want to live in Greeley. I, I don't want to live in areas that where where the government doesn't function appropriately. And that's due to what you perceive as the conservative uh, conservatism of, of, of those outlying counties, per se? Correct. Correct. Okay. It, at least in Colorado, they have enough sense to actually live in their actual um, value sense, like 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 Texas, like the people who don't want to live in the Austin, the Dallas's, the San Antonio's or the Houston's, they don't mind living in North, East or West Texas where there are no actual um, service, government services or work functioning society. So I thank those people for living in those areas like that. And I like living around things that things work. You know, we got nice light rail, got nice bus system. We got a nice uh, workforce center um, that actually, uh, when, when things actually, um, people do want to seek actual uh, job training, we mm-hmm. have free busing to and from those actual places. Mm-hmm. Like it's set up for people to actually s- succeed. Okay. Let's take it one step further. All right. Would you agree that the men you don't like in the space yeah. are the products of Democrat liberal funded minded uh, voting decisions doesn't matter it's a household based issue it's an outcome of a household based issue even if you have republicans that was in place in those cities at those times the actual outcome would still be the same because if you try to run the democrat run cities thing mm-hmm. it republican ran cities are no better like if you go to i don't know um indiana wildfire amounts of crime in these um rural extremely rural areas especially when it came to the opioid epidemic but they wasn't categorized or even classified as high crime areas because they didn't want their people to look like that on tv and in the media so are you with the mindset it's 50 50 and and as far as the, yeah. the woes the woes of Democrat versus Republican? No, I, I, I don't even think it's a Democrat run city issue. I think it's a wherever these people live at, they're gonna cause these specific problems type issue. Like I said, it's an outcome based thing based on the household that they actually raised. It doesn't matter who's in charge. You could put a Republican in charge. That's not gonna make these people not have single mothers all over the place. It's not gonna make people not really go out here and get their stuff together. It doesn't matter whether you have a Democrat or a Republican in charge. The outcome is these individuals did not do what they were supposed to do, and they have kids that also didn't do what they needed to do. So now people have to play this overdraft protection game. And it doesn't matter if it was a Democrat or a Republican in charge. They're still going to have these same bad outcomes as long as they chose bad people to have the kids with. See, that's I hear you, (laughs) but that's where we would have to disagree because my my perspective is the it's majority democrat ran funded mindset yes. that produced the majority of how broken households that we are trying to get away from or trying to fix yeah but that's but all right so here's another way of, of looking at it okay let's take mississippi like the delta is extremely liberal okay okay let's say if you go to eastern mississippi or northern mississippi on like the border of uh tennessee uh-huh Hernando, uh, New Orleans, like all that. The reason why those areas don't have the crime piece is because it costs a lot of money to live there. 
<laughs> Which means those people who don't live there are not going to live there. So is is it a class? It becomes a class issue. Yeah, it does. It 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 is absolutely a class issue, and we did not create a different class of individuals to have a specific type of direct outcome that is um, based on mm. having things be better. Like we didn't, we didn't, and we specifically stayed away from the meritocracy piece because we thought that assimilating or learning how to do things was somehow was going to they're going to lose their quote unquote blackness by participating in society when you actually lost your blackness by staying your ass in them goddamn neighborhoods and not producing anything for society. Okay, fair enough. Well, let me ask you, um, your thoughts on the Civil Rights Act. Did it help or hurt us? Uh, it helped for the people who wanted to participate in society. Yes, um, I think it did work. But guess what? You had women who gave a shit about the outcomes of uh, kids and schools and all that shit. Hell, they taught the schools at the actual church. My mother was one of those people. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's like you became, you had the opportunity to be a part of the rest of society like everybody else. And there are some things that the government have done mm -hmm. that are bad mm -hmm. throughout the actual area. But I would say it, it helped for people who actually wanted to actually move up and do things with society. Before that, we didn't have that. We didn't have okay. the chance to do that. Had the chance to have a voice in that. Gotcha. You say it helped those that wanted to move up. I would say it helped those who directly benefited from it. And it, it may be the minority versus the majority of blacks. Could you see it that way at all? I think the majority of people have actually bought into a system to where they're not going to invest anything, but they're going to actually benefit from it. That's why you hear people who say today that, um, oh, if I don't get reparations, I'm not going to vote. I'm like, your, your ass already don't vote. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, you're going you're gonna to create this false option where people already can see by your zip code and your name whenever you sign into these events. They know how long you voted, how often you voted, when you voted. it. They know all that stuff. Okay. So it's, it's just that. And, and now you got unproductive men complaining about immigrants when. Oh, why is there fifty-one million dollars? I'm like, just spending fifty-one million dollars so immigrants can sleep on the floor in a school abandoned. <laughs> you can't tell me that because they're not spending that money on those people that you ain't got your shit together and you're way ahead of those people. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of these people just don't need to be talking. Man. Okay, um, what do you tell productive men how to circumvent or, or navigate the the next flux of immigration? No, just produce and be ahead of them. You should be controlling this access to actual um, labor because that's what that is. You should be in a position to where you control access to labor. That's the whole point of getting your shit together. So that way you can control labor. That's what a labor union does. They have the skills. The state or the federal government needs the skills. They have the individuals go out there like, yes, you can create a union yourself. It's just that, that that's what that is. It's just that you can't want this artificially held bottom. This artificially held bottom where you are at the bottom of everything. You don't produce and you don't compete. And mm -hmm. then you get mad when other people come over here and they start taking advantage of things that you never wanted to take advantage of in the first place. Gotcha. And it was only a problem when they got here. It wasn't a problem before they got here. Okay. Do you see both sides of an argument there or no? Yes, I do. Okay. I do, and I think one is more legitimate 
than another. And I think that um, you shouldn't be behind people who just got here. And there is no job. Now, now, if these people were complaining about the HB1 visa situation, totally on board, 100% right. I am 100% with them. But we're not talking about HB1 visa situations. We're talking about, oh, well, you know what? They're taking my low-wage job from the chicken plant type bullshit away from mm-hmm. me. And it's like, dude, bro, you can't raise a family off that shit. Okay, so you are a proponent of skills and resources, correct? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The backlash self-improvement got, skills and resources gets, productivity gets. Um, does that tell you that the majority of those online do, do not wish to do better for themselves? We already knew that before we came here. Like, we knew that before we left these people behind in those communities. Like, I don't see why people are shocked and surprised that people want to flock to talk about women and not real shit. I, I, these are problems that people had before they came to the Manosphere. The Manosphere just became an actual place where they can vulcanize the space behind that type of bullshit to keep these people off off the, the things that they actually need to be doing. Okay. I got a question. So let's say the golden era of the, of the Black Manosphere. Let's take the big three. Did they have a responsibility to shift it to productivity, skills and resources, self-improvement? Because if you look at how, I guess, how far it's come or where it's going, is there a point in time you look and say, you know what, they should have pivoted, right? This was the time to pivot right here and then and, 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 and there. I don't think they could because I didn't think that, like, I mean, if you look at the big three, nobody in America running shit even represents what the big three is then or now okay i mean but okay obsidian pure entertainer has said on multiple occasions that he ain't here to fix a damn thing right i don't i i don't even consider even criticizing obsidian because obsidian does the same show every day same audience same show same talk point same 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 and uh, okay uh angry man uh he was only about getting himself off never promoted anybody within his crew he was about getting himself the fuck out of here and nobody okay. the fuck else. Okay. That's what he was always on. Getting himself the fuck out of here. O'Shea, I guess he could at one point. He's put people on, put me on a couple times. But at the end of the day, uh, they just went for the easy thing. The easy thing was just to feed these people bullshit. Could they could have pivoted? Yeah. Was that their responsibility? Not really. Because at the end of the day, if you have all the answers to everybody else's failures, how are you here for entertainment? You should be offline making better fucking decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can't hold all three of those people responsible for the outcomes of these damaged ass fucking men continuously languishing around the relationship argument. That would be crazy to blame those three people for that. Okay. Um, let me ask you, thoughts on the passport? Um... Is that a is that a viable solution for some people? Okay. Okay. And when you say okay. some, who 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 would fit that bill? Uh, people who have their stuff together, who are traveling, you know, who have their stuff together and traveling. Um, but the actual movement have been damaged by traveling fuck niggas who should have stayed their ass in the United States. Uh, when you go for a relationship, you don't make it a public issue. It's a right. private issue. 
So when you go on, going places and just showing women off, it's, it's no different than going to a club and just throwing money at bitches. It's, it's stupid as hell. It didn't need to happen. But guess what? A part of the market wanted to see these women get trolled. And that's the direction that they went in. Is is that, and uh, this is an off question, do you think that's part of what made Kevin Samuel so popular because he was able to roast women so well? Yes. Okay. That's the only reason why. Did he, oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. no. That's, that's the only reason why he had any relevance. And there's no telling how many people he would have sent to his doom had he would have lived longer. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, let me get your thoughts. Uh, I know I'm sh- shifting gears. Travis Rudolph. I have my own thoughts. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Are you happy he beat the, the murder charge? He was going to beat the murder charge. The point was it was going to cost him a lot of money to do so. Any decent defense attorney could have easily overturned that case. Now, what he should have did afterwards is file ethics complaints against the prosecutor and the actual fucking judge. That case should have never ever went to actual trial. If there was a white man who did that, there would be no case at all. No case whatsoever. Okay. You are former uh, law enforcement, so I'm asking you as a former law enforcement officer, my concern with the Travis, he clearly he was overcharged, but I felt yes. he was guilty of at least uh, attempted murder two or manslaughter with a weapon only because he took the fight away from his property. My problem yes. with that's him what he was charged with. Okay. That's what he was charged with. And I, 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 my problem with it is now you just expanded the playing field. So now you've included, included your neighbor's property, people down the street that have nothing to do with it. You've just moved the mm-hmm. gunfight away from your property. Is that should a, have been is, charged with, you should have been charged with uh, discharging a firearm and the pup, something, whatever that is locally. Uh-huh. discharging a firearm in public, he definitely should have been charged with that, but nothing else outside of that, because he did put a lot of people in danger just Dang, rattling dude. off those rounds, because yes. the rounds coming from that gun, dude, that stuff can go 3,000 feet through th- people's houses and everything else. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, like most of this stuff, like, listen, the Second Amendment is is, is kind of an itchy argument for me. Dude, I want you to hit what you're shooting at. Right. You should not be letting off that many rounds. Dude, there may be 30 people dead if you let off that many rounds. Right. Or else everybody in that car should have been dead. If only one person died, you should go to jail for, like, misuse of ammo. Okay. And endangering somebody else's life because people actually could have died with that. And, and Thankfully, it didn't happen. But with those many rounds, shooting that wildly, I'm like, okay, what's at the end of the street? Cul-de-sac? Okay, those are houses. And these people probably had holes in their property that they didn't notice or they maybe will notice sometime soon. Why this guy, it's like, look, you got to shoot with some sort of rationality. This is why you got to be able to practice firing. Because if you practice firing, no rational person would go rattle off 30 rounds of ammunition down an open street. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's... That's my point. I mean, if you're a neighbor, you're like, what, what are you doing? Like, no, I want you to hit. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you only kill one person out of 39 shots, you need to go back to the gun range. And, um, yes. tr- okay. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. Here's yes. the thing. In Colorado, we have to make 
make my day law. Like you come off somebody's property on that bullshit, they can blow your ass to eternity. There are some cases where people chase them off the property, beat the shit out of them, drag them back on the property and shoot them. It's like, it's not how the law works, dude. Like you, and once he's off the property, he's off the property. Now, once they're off the property, now if they're shooting back or doing something else, maybe you have a legitimate case. But if they're fleeing or running away, you can no longer keep attempting to pursue them. But those individuals who showed up at that dude's house, they all should have been charged. She should have been charged. There's no way that you have somebody like that on the stand making those type of statements and she don't get charged with anything. She sent people over to somebody's house to do harm to somebody and she got no charges none i i agree but the sad part is it's up to the people to put pressure on the state uh to make the the da to do her job and and well i guess what what i'm asking you is um are people upset at her not being charged for the wrong reason because if the da doesn't want to prosecute the da doesn't want to it's not much Unless you have some serious political affiliation that you could put pressure on the DA and be like, "Look, my guy, we need you to charge this woman." And, and you know, am I? Am I? All right, Ty City made a good point. None of the neighbors complain. So if none of the neighbors complain, I guess it's a good thing. But separate from that issue, uh, let's take the situation that happened in um, Kansas City. I was actually in Kansas City at a hotel. That day when that child got shot, you know, by the guy who answered the door, they let that guy go. They Mm -hmm. came in, they interviewed the guy and they let him go. He only got charged whenever there was an actual public outcry of why this guy is is in charge. So to Ty City's point, if nobody else complained in the neighborhood and nobody else felt damaged, those are the people who are directly affected. If they don't see a problem with it, then there's no way you can charge anybody. Okay. And to you, anti-city's point, my question is, you want neighbors like Travis Rudolph's neighbors? Because I'm going to complain. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. This, this is a one-time thing. Like, bro, listen, we're going to the range. That's your birthday present or your right now present. Yeah. We're going to the range because, okay, you didn't kill nobody today, but you could definitely kill somebody the next time that this happens. <laughs> okay. Final question on that. Is this a win? for black men and, and gun rights. This is a win for black men. Yes. I, I, I asked that because the next Travis Rudolph, I think will get the book thrown at him. Yes, he will. Especially if their neighbors weren't the book thrown at him, if he yeah. would have got it this time, but they didn't want to, because what they do is they actually interview the actual people about how they feel in the area. That's what prosecutors do. They get a feel of the actual area before they actually charge people with shit. Because they knew that they wouldn't gonna because all of the jury come to this particular zip code that he's in, right? Mm-hmm. So if they know that they're not gonna be able to get this guy on this right here, you charge him with stuff consistently to where it's a yes across the board. Mm-hmm. If you put yes and no things on the actual thing, you end up with a hung jury. Okay. My last question. Should he be in jail though regardless on something you don't think so i mean if the if if the neighbors don't want him to go to jail and they random dudes about their neighborhood and he didn't really shoot anybody it's up to them it's it's their community you know you have to i i I go with no okay (laughs) okay 
All right, cool, cool, cool. Good. Now, um, now, no, no, no. The woman, yes, she should be on several different charges. All the people who showed up should be on several different charges. She should be charged for the death of one of those guys. She should be charged with that. Conspiracy to commit murder, she should be charged with that conspiracy. That is a 100% charge that she would be able to go to jail for. But would that charge stick, though? Yes, she's responsible. She's responsible for sending them over there. Hmm. Okay. That, that's part of the conspiracy, because otherwise, she wouldn't have lied to the individual on the phone to get this dude up in his feelings to go over there. Right. None of this shit would have happened without her making that phone call and lying about the actual circumstances. So she would have been charged with conspiracy, because that is part of the conspiracy. It's how you get there in the first place. That's part of the okay. conspiring part. Okay. Gotcha. Great answer. Great answer. I appreciate that. Um, let me get your thoughts real quick on the whole SBE uh, fiasco. Does it just add more fuel to, to, to your argument that these are damaged men, Rafa Alpha, Alpha Novembers, that you, as you call them? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, the SBE piece, like, you don't, all right, it's, it's kind of hard to have any type of leverage without force or responsibility. Right. Or options. If they have more options than you, then what are you shaming them about? I'll just say this. And as horrible as it sounds, every argument you offer a woman today is less than infinite dick argument. Mm-hmm. It's a less than infinite dick argument. Like, you're telling her that she's going to put all these options down to come be in your basement and chain to your goddamn radiator. Or she can be out here. She don't need your money. She already have her own productivity piece. Not sure how women produce bad. Some of these men who are complaining about women. I'm not sure how that shit works. Okay. But she already has her own money. She really doesn't need anything from you right now. And in order for you to get these women, quote unquote, back, you're going to have to overproduce more than what the government's giving them and what they can produce for themselves. And even if you do, it is up to her to take that deal or not. There so the com- no, right, no, no, it, you, that, that leads to my next question. Basically, so the comeback to the table argument is, is a, is a flawed argument at this point. I mean, it's, it's not even an argument. It's, 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 it's a ridiculous statement with no basis to it. Like, like, it's kind of like, okay, I have like a 300 credit score. How am I going to bring JP Morgan chase to the actual table to talk about giving me a credit card, let alone a hundred thousand dollar credit line. Right. What leverage do you have with a 300 credit score <laughs> to be asking these type of questions or, or even to be expecting this stuff. So, so what it is, is they they raised the expectations of the men without even addressing the actual deal that the women have. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I, I had an issue with. It's like, you can build her a castle. You can't make her live in it. I mean, no. if she chooses to go somewhere else, then what? You know, then what's your next argument? What's the next complaint after that? I, I, we're, in, we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Let me ask you this. Um, are you concerned about your message um, not being popular? Is this for a select yeah. few? I don't really care about popularity. Like that's that's the thing about popularity. Like cat videos, which I do watch, and line eating up people videos, which I also do watch. <laughs> they are a hell of a lot more entertaining than productivity. Come on, man. You know, damn I never would have figured you for a cat video person, but I I like this stuff. The softer side of MOT. <laughs> 
Well, there's a reason why I ask you that question. Um, you're closely affiliated with the Bra- the Black Brain Trust, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me try to word this. Is no, nah, man. Just word it. Just just come out and say it. How it needs to be said. Well, it, it's it's part of this whole internet thing. You can yes, it helps to be educa- uh, educational and informative, but part the other part of it is entertainment. Do you agree? Yeah, a, okay. a, a huge part of it because because it takes no intelligence to do entertainment. The only thing you're doing is leveraging collective ignorance for a cheap laugh. That's pretty much way easier than trying to push men to get their shit together so that way we can have good outcomes. Oh, okay. Well, then let me rephrase my question. Do you uh, think it's important to present the information in a way that's palatable for the majority of people? Because you want to cast a wider net. No. Or do you don't because, want to cast it? Because cause then we got stripper poles and neon lights and all okay. this kind of other shit just to bring people to talk about shit that they already should be doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Yeah, the cat videos got me thrown off, bro. Because, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess if if you're free for questions, um. And please don't inundate me with a, a, a million questions. Cash App is there, but also I got a couple questions already pinned. Um, Truth Teller at 410 asks, um, what issues are seen as problematic issues by today's society to where we need to address it? As in what? That's way too broad of a question. Oh, okay. So I I can name off some, but I'm not sure what direction he's trying to go in. Okay. Me, um, for me, the um, police actually uh, treating different clientele differently based on who the clientele is. Okay. Um, for me, actually, um, nonprofit organizations like the NRA only come into defense of white people, but don't really give a shit about when black people have problems with the police or gun rights. I think that's an issue. Like I said, I, dude, I can go on this for all day. It's like, you know, the gerrymandering actual issue. Whenever there's minorities, they try to split minorities into two or three different things. Okay. It, 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 you know, uh, making it harder for people to actually vote and putting things unconstitutionally there, like ID requirements and all this stuff, because it's not supposed to be a poll tax. And if you're going to need an ID for voting, then the ID needs to be free, even if it's a driver's license. Right. People don't understand that. Um, the clean water situation in Mississippi. Why do we not have clean water in Mississippi? It's nuts, especially when they get all this money from the federal government. There need to be tighter restrictions on how this money is actually uh, spent when it comes to Mississippi and all these uh, southern states. There's a lot of nonprofits down there. The money go down there and vanish. I'm talking about the United Way, the Red Cross, <laughs> Boys yeah. and Girls Club. All the money just disappear, vanish when it goes down there. The buildings are still there. They're not up, but they're still getting the millions of dollars associated with the buildings actually being there. Okay. I'm glad you said that. So Mississippi and, let's say, Flint, the water issues. Now, when I last checked, the majority of the people that were in charge of the monies and infrastructure were black folk. So is that too easy of an assessment for me to make a correlation between black folk? Not black necessarily. Folk? Okay. Not necessarily. You need to go to jail in both cases. If you don't have water that's drinkable by the general public and somebody ends up getting sick or dying, you should go to jail for it. Doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter what race it is. If you're in charge of these people and something happens, you go to jail for this shit. 
that's just the end of it. It do- doesn't even matter across the board. I mean, like in Mississippi, it's whites and Flint, it's blacks. Either way, it should be jail time for both. The exact same. Okay. Very good. Um, next question is, uh, who or what qualifies a man to be damaged? Or what do you deem a damaged man in your, in your opinion? No, just, just really kind of stuck in, in, in the ways of complaining about the same issue with no type of recompense, like the actual uh, bringing women back to this table bullshit or thinking that you have enough game to deal with women who got way more power than you type nonsense. And it's like, it's, it's a lot of stuff. It's just that these individuals need to be productive. They don't need to really be around us. And they're okay. trying to make their actual issues that they have okay. with women or society be the entirety of why we need to be online when this is a personal problem. Like personal problems don't need to be expressed as actual other problems. Okay. Let me ask this. Um, Toe Beans asks, uh, what does an MOT think of the Mississippi House Bill 1020 passing? I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, let me ask you then. Uh, the Supreme Court uh, voted to upheld, uphold the, uh, the gerrymandering uh, issues where they basically would have to re- redistrict the majority yeah, of black voters. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Alabama. Uh that is the one thing that actually the Republican Supreme Court has done well. Okay. I was shocked and surprised by that because you have to consider minorities when you're actually doing gerrymandering. That's all it is. Because when they were doing gerrymandering, they didn't have to consider minorities, which was a part of the uh, civil rights legislation of the 1960s. So they struck down parts of it. And now they're kind of reinstituting some of it. So I am proud of them for actually seeing that that uh, that that needed to be done because how they were trying to split these people off is normally mm-hmm. how they do it everywhere else, where they don't want an actual seat to be a black seat because black people are coagulated in a specific area right. in a city. But if they can split their vote into three different areas and kind of have them overlapping with other more white type of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it dilutes the actual vote. Well, do you see more blacks getting the uh, more congressional seats in Alabama because of this? No, I think they're probably going to have one in Birmingham, and that's probably going to be it. Okay, let me ask you your thoughts on black church. Do you have any positive thoughts? Should yeah, I think the black church. Even as an atheist, I think the black church should be rebuilt. But it needs to be rebuilt and focused on the productivity piece and getting people actually to work, to and from work. Like like the program that I'm kind of developing like right now is taking people from the Mississippi Delta and okay. like taking them up to Memphis to get them trained and, and kind of have like a busing system that goes from these rural areas in the United, uh, in, in Mississippi and taking them to like Alabama or even Arkansas or even Memphis to actually go work. There's money on the table for actually creating programs like that. Okay. But you, you say it should be rebuilt without the religious aspect of it, correct? Yeah, I don't really care about the religious aspect. Okay. I don't care about that. Um, question, Roscoe asked, um, how, how did black people benefit from Joe Biden being elected? Is America better off due to Biden's foreign policy? Yes, for both. How, how so? Um, black people benefit off of Joe Biden being elected by the actual policies that are actually presented, the actual priorities that are actually in the actual um, budgets. 
that actually are passed. You look at the priorities of the budgets uh, under Donald Trump, and then you look at the priorities of the budget un under uh, Joe Biden. And by asking a question like that, that means that you don't even know what you're talking about politically because you would already read this stuff. Like, oh, well, how did, how did Joe Biden benefit? Like, no, it's about environment. Politics is about the environment. And if you're not going to live in an environment that's conducive of change, it doesn't matter who's in office, but it matters about who's there. I get more government contracts, minority-based contracts, when Biden is in office. I don't get no government contracts whenever Republicans are in charge. That's just the way it is. has always been that way. Interesting. Now, is that an anecdotal? Are you speaking from anecdotal or are you you're speaking from numbers? No, I'm speaking from from a numbers. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, okay. I'm just saying the conservatives cut all minority based contracts whenever they're in charge. They do that shit all the time. They do that. That the first thing that they do is they cut the government hiring okay. of people and they cut off the government contracts for minorities specifically. And they give them all to their people. So that way we get we get the subcontract, which means we get the second and third off of the people who get the shit rather than we get the top line of the contract. We're mm -hmm. the ones who do the work for the people who got the contract. <laughs> so it's like half in our money or a quarter in our money when we should be getting the full amount. Let me ask you, um, your former military, do you do you advocate more black men getting into government, military, politics, things of that nature? I do, but they need to be guided through it. I wasn't guided through it. I know a hell of a lot more about it now. Okay. How would you have approached things differently had you had the proper guidance? I had the proper guidance. I would have waited a lot longer and not left graduation night and ended up being a cop and into a career field that I couldn't do shit about. I couldn't cross train out of it. It was a dead end career field. I had to drive this law enforcement training for six or seven years after I got out of it. So if you look at the five and a half years I spent in the Air Force, another seven years outside of it, wasted about a significant portion of my life in law enforcement when I never even gave a fuck about none of these people. Okay, so when you went into law enforcement, you were already over it. Like you already, you're just like, fuck it, I'm, I'm just going to do this until I can get out. Is that, yes. is that your mindset? Okay. Yeah. I mean, but I was trying to escape too fast, and I escaped into some other shit that was way worse than living in Mississippi. <laughs> okay, okay. Interesting. Um, I remember the story you told about the gang members in, in, your, uh, in, in, your, in your city, and I don't want to paraphrase it because I want you to tell it because the way you told it was so Which hilarious. One? Which the, one? The one you said that came, all they wanted to do was fuck on girls. I was like, what kind of gang shit is it, I forget whose panel you were on. Or it might have been one of your your, your shows, but you, you, it's something with the gang members in your in your area. All they wanted to do was was sleep with women. And once you saw that, you were like, "This is this is this is a joke." Yeah, you remember? Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I I used to get in a lot of trouble over there. Somebody like, okay. If you're gonna sell drugs, this is how you sell drugs. Okay, this is how you do it properly. But something happened in this community. We are gonna shut your fucking drug shit down. Because you're going to give us information. Now, I know what you buy with this shit because I see it all over your fucking house. Okay. All this shit is just to attract women. So if you want to attract women, you need this community safe. Make sure there ain't no kids hooked on this shit or none of this shit. And look, the only thing you want is bitches anyway. Like, you're, you're your only bitch focused. So what's the problem? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so many the comments are coming in hot and heavy. Let me ask you... Um... 
Do you when you vote, do you focus on your area or do you care what happens on in, no. in, in federal? No. no, no, no. My area. My area. It's a local actual situation. OK, so is that the way it should be that you should you should feel everyone should be worried about their their areas only and not look ahead and say what see what the feds are up to? I mean, because the actual local ends up dovetailing to be the national, by the way. Like if your shit's not getting funded locally, your shit's not getting funded nationally. Like I said, this all comes down to where you actually live at. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so the um, the, the Mississippi HB 1020 increased the state control of Jackson's judicial system and policing. Uh, black citizens called it a Jim Crow law. Okay. So, so it actually um, <laughs> created a, a special situation for an actual... Um, Subsegment of Jackson, when they shouldn't even be creating subsegments of situations like that. It pretty much took power away from the actual um, mayor of the actual city. There's no reason to create an actual subsegment of a city. Like, like if you look at Denver, it's, it's kind of like creating a, like a Glendale, where okay. Glendale is kind of all the way surrounded by Denver, but there's no reason for there to be a Glendale because they really don't fuck fucking offer shit. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, there's a city that's surrounded by another city that does all the things for the actual city itself. Um, I got another question. Um, why do you think the rhetoric of the black manosphere is so pretty much all over the place? Because nobody has any uh, core values and they don't know what the fuck's going on. They, they just don't. They don't. They don't care. Like most of their issues are here. They're here to solve the woman issue. So it's like when you ask a person why they're conservative, they're all over the place. Nobody is conservative for, for one reason. The only thing that seems to be conservatism is kind of based on is I don't like the outcomes of the black community and I can't stand this black woman. Okay. So that's yeah, not that's a good enough reason. That's not a good no. enough reason. For... No. Ha- have you met in your, in your opinion, a legit black conservative? Oh, all the time. Okay. They're, they're part of the military industrial complex, just like me. But it's like those conservatives are not around these culture warrior types cone conservatives they're they're not they don't even they don't they're not even around these dudes they're so few far in between okay it's it's almost like it it, it don't even it's not even worth mentioning because they're not around these individuals who who be on this uh other stuff they're just not around them okay so you're saying basically if you hear keisha come out of their mouths and they're conservative that's not they're okay fair enough let, let me ask you, what do you say to those that say um, that that say the majority of the content is not black women based? Every person who has ever said that was lying across the board. And they proved the point not only in that specific conversation, whenever they went to another live stream, okay. they went right back to women all over again. The talk about women is actually. It's just um, refocusing your actual failures as a man onto what power the women isn't giving up for you for free. Okay. Is it safe to say that these are the archetype of women subconsciously they they still desire to a certain extent and they were turned down for whatever reason? Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the super slide. They don't want me either. And I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> What's different with me is that I found another alternative. They decided to keep, keep 
keep sitting there like, well, you put on the Keisha costume. And that, that That's what this is. It's, it's cosplaying as if the woman is at the table with them when there's no women around mm-hmm. anywhere in sight. Like, it's, it's kind of like every person is putting on this fake outfit and everybody is it's kind of like uh, Clint Eastwood talking to the chair. Remember that shit? Like, yeah. that's how these people are having a conversation with Keisha, who's apparently at the table. <laughs> okay. Let, let me ask you, um, as far as the, the um, I guess, the business of the Black Manosphere, I know that um, Spencer Holloman owns it, per se. Uh, well, I guess owns it. And there's a certain faction over there. Is that a concern for you moving forward or no? No, it isn't. I mean, you, okay. you have to let people, like, options show people their value system. Okay. And <laughs> now this dude's over in Africa dating a black woman. Could have easily done it in the United States. <laughs> now, people feel betrayed that he's actually dealing with women over there in Africa. And it's like, the point was, was to get around a different group of women that want to be with you no matter where it is, but you don't make it a public spectacle while you're doing so. That's the only issue. It's, it's really not even that hard to get. But there, there's a lot of traveling, quote-unquote, fuck niggas out there who actually want to travel, put women on camera, want to throw money at them, do all this embarrassing-ass shit. I don't want to be a part of those dudes. Like, like dude, like whenever you create a space, you know, you have to be able to separate yourself from these type of individuals. Like, I've never had to deal with these individuals at no point in my life until I came back online. <laughs> when I came back online, I had the channel. That's when I ran into these weird-ass fucking dudes. And that, that's what it is. It's, it's weird when you have 40, 50, 60-year-old dudes still talking about women. This shit's insane. I, I don't know what, what what's going to come of it, except for one of these dudes getting uh, radicalized and end up hurting somebody. But and then, then they're going to come after the actual rhetoric in the place for that. Okay. I, I'm glad you said that. Because there's two terms that... Oh, well, that's a, that's a question in the chat from Grandmaster Troll Money. Is that really um, Grandmaster so, Troll? He said, what is MOT's thoughts on the MGTOW Monk, a.k.a. BGS, a new engagement to a black... <laughs> Do you care about that at all? Um, are we, are we BGS, <laughs> BGS said that he got engaged to a high-body cow woman. Grandmaster Troll. He said he got engaged to a high body count woman. And he tried to make it look like his dick game is so good that it doesn't matter what he picked, even if it's a high if it's a high um, body count woman. Like, I, I don't think that's everybody's goal is to have somebody else's uh, stuff. Uh, it's it's kind of like marrying a strip, stripper. You're being seen where the next thing you know, you go into the grocery store and everybody's giving her hugs and shit. Okay. Um, my overall opinion of him, he's one of the dangerous men in the uh, actual man of spirit itself. Uh, he shouldn't even be here. No accomplishments to uh, say, no place to actually lead men to. Lies about obvious shit that he shouldn't be lying about. <laughs> and I'm okay with the people actually being over there because it shows the value system of those individuals who are actually attracted to such bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it doesn't matter for all. But at the end of the day, you're re-traumatizing and re-circularizing these guys back into the same situation that they should be leaving alone. Okay, let me piggyback off that. Two questions. Two Simply parter. Deep, 1985. Holy <laughs> shit, I haven't seen that name in three years. <laughs> let, let me ask you, um, would you, to piggyback off what you just said, could you two ever meet somewhere in the middle? 
No. Is there a conversation you two could ever have and be like, no. okay, so, so diametrically opposed to any and everything he, he, he stands for? Yes. Okay. We can come together and find out how big a hole we're going to put this motherfucker in. That's the only thing we come together for. There's nothing else to come together about. Okay. Nothing. Second. Absolutely second, nothing. Gotcha. Second question would be, um, for those that do frequent, could you say um, maybe they they he does? I mean, you know, he, he no, he's an entertaining guy. It's just that he's just wrong okay. <laughs> about all the shit. It's just that people are not confident enough to go find these answers on their own, so they outsource this shit to somebody that they think that they can trust. Uh-huh. And the problem is when you trust people who lie a lot and that you don't actually try to hold responsible for it, it it's 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 really a bad thing okay okay um another two-part question um before i came online i never heard the terms matriarchy and gynocracy mentioned so much in people's rhetoric and vocabulary uh what are your thoughts when you hear those two terms they are agents of the gynocracy and the matriarchy could you expound on that please yes um uh, their whole life is actually dependent upon men choosing bad women. Like if men actually chose women that had their shit together, there would be no manosphere mm-hmm. after, after a certain point. But all of the last, um, what, what we're proving is it's like the average at best shit. It, it wasn't the average at best. Okay. Where's the conservative women? There was no shows on conservative women. There, there were none of that. It was about, this woman need to be humiliated and humbled. So that mm-hmm. way I could be able to come in and get some ass from her and leave her ass stuck. Cause none of these dudes wanted to produce for the women that they're actually complaining about. That's okay. the whole thing. They, they don't want these women. They want these women to submit and heal for whatever period of time that they're going to use them for. And they're going to kick them the fuck out. Like they don't really care about these women like that. Cause that's not how you actually approach women that you actually give a shit about. That, that's, that's not how that works. And guess what? Evolution worked. Evolution worked. The men who shouldn't be procreating are actually waiting for the women to come back to the table. And the outcomes are the actual outcomes. We can work with the kids. Fuck these adults who can't be worked with. Okay. If you come across an 18, 19 year old um, young black man, what advice are you, are you going, what are you going to tell him what to do and what not to do? Man, listen, I travel all the time. I run into 18 and 19 year old individuals. I was in uh Carlisle, Pennsylvania, yesterday, seen a traveling nurse dude is 19 years old, making $55 an hour. 19. Couldn't even rent a car. He had to use somebody else's shit to, to like, get around. But but this dude was making that kind of money. 19. Like, I, I am seeing people get to the money way younger. And the, what these 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds have to do is separate from the unproductive men that's around them because the unproductive men are trying to get you with the wrong type of woman so that way your actual productivity can be decimated so that way they can have friends to actually be around and their mm-hmm. baby mamas to quote unquote take care of. So I would say this, look, get to the productivity piece first, stay away from these old failed men and you would be okay. You need to not be complaining about women online. That's their failure. You fucking 19. That is not your war. That is not your battle. Period. Okay. Um, let, let me, before I let you get out of here, we, we've all, at some point, you'd be on this thing long enough, we all bump heads with other people, other men. And um, 
I, I, I don't I know how I'm trying to re- Come on, this. man. Just, just fucking say it. Well, no, no, no. I, well, no, because <laughs> I've said things to guys that, you know, oh, okay. Do you feel, do you ever say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said that to that guy because I don't know him like that. And he, 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 he really doesn't know me like that. Is there ever a time you just kind of fly off the handle because of the heat of the moment? And then it's like, well, you know, maybe I should have. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, like I said, if you do this long enough, you will bump heads with somebody and people will take you there. I gave the example at the first beginning of the show with the fucking child support shit. I was 100% fucking wrong about that. 100% wrong. I had to, like, <laughs> this motherfucker's right, at least on this. Begrudgingly. <laughs> had to take that L. Yeah. Begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. Um, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold you. Um, I appreciate all, all your time and, and, and wisdom. What, um, Sum you up when 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 people say MOT man of tomorrow, what does that mean to you? What was the inspiration uh, of you coming up with being the man of tomorrow? Uh, it, it, it was kind of like it's kind of like I woke up in, in, in like the twilight zone when I was already past the shit that these people are consistently complaining about. I'm like, how could you have complaints about women? How are you tuned in to women that you don't want to fucking be with? Like. Like, hold on a second. Like, how, like, am I just the men of tomorrow who've already been through this shit, past this shit? Am I the only one? I can't be the only one. But mm-hmm. then, like, you go through society and throughout life, and you feel like, no, a lot of people are not past this shit. This, this is their primary reason for being here. And I'm, and I'm like, this shit is kind of sad and kind of upsetting that we can't get people to stop complaining about this woman long enough to get their shit together so that way they can afford to put themselves in situations so they can get themselves a quality woman. Like, they, they don't understand. A woman that would settle for most of these dudes within the fucking manosphere mm-hmm. are not quality women. Quality women don't want to be around no dude who just complain about women all day and who ain't got his fucking shit together. Like, what type of woman is that? Like, that's fucking nuts. Uh, um, okay, one more question, I promise. Um, let's say your peer group, um, I want to get into your age or anything like that, but, um, would you say the majority of the guys you disagree with, um, are in your peer group that the, the, the guy, you know, let's say BGS, I'm just throwing him out there. Is he in your peer group? Is he considered in your peer group or no? No. Okay. For those that no, are he's in your fuck nigga peer group, he, he's a fuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah and, and I'm asking because those in your age group. You seem to be more connected to the to the younger men uh, yes. than the. So how is that? How are you? How how are you doing that? Well, what keeps you wanting to be around a youth to be you know a receptive to the youth? Because you know a lot of people, older folk have a a, a precon, preconceived notion about the youth, and they watch enough TV and videos. You'd be like, ah, they're young. I don't want to deal with them. What so what keeps you grounded to the point where you know you're receptive and open to to the youth? They're so easy to fucking fix. They're so easy to fucking fix. Like, dude, like most of these people can't be fixed. Like, even if you gave them the woman, even if you gave them the fucking submission piece, they'll just turn around and start complaining about some other shit. But these younger individuals, they don't have any kids. Well, you know, they come from some fucked up circumstances. But at least they got their fucking money right. Like, like, like once you get the money right, like, like, like there was this guy I met, younger dude. He was like, man, I get tired of stuff. I make this kind of, whoa, 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 whoa. Make how much money per hour? Why are you living in that house where you have to put up with all this shit? Dude, listen, if you have to get a one bedroom apartment or live in somebody's house where it's peace, mm-hmm. that's a better option than living around this family. 
yeah, but I feel kind of out of place. I'm like, bro, you're already out of place. Okay. At least you can be happier while you're out of place. I think these younger individuals can be far more fixed faster than these older individuals. I think that I, 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 I really like these younger uh, individuals that I run into, especially while okay. traveling. Okay. These people are getting to the damn money. Like, like you wouldn't believe. I'm, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm just proud of them, man. Like, 23, 24, I'm still going through college, the law enforcement shit, the fucking bounty hunter shit that I didn't fucking like. You know, all all that shit that eventually end up in IT at some point. These people are skipping out on the military experience. Skipping out on the years that I wasted in the law enforcement and get it right to the goddamn money. Right to the money. Right to the money. Skipping a whole bunch of bullshit and they think that not being with a woman is a real need for them. I'm like, bro, listen. Once you start going on these trips and start doing all this flash shit, that's what other people at that you want to be with. They're not hanging around and languishing in these communities looking for a fucking handout like most of these people are there. You're doing the right thing. But they never hear that they're doing the right thing, Sly. And that's the problem with it. They okay. are heavily influenced by these um, wannabe players, these wannabe street dudes, these dudes who claim that they know everything about women. But once you get to them and explain things in the actual context about how far ahead that they are and how you should be looking at things like this versus that, they are eternally thankful for that. Can you pinpoint to what why they're able to get it, why they're getting it now, as far as what's understood, as far as the finances, the financial part of it. They've already lived through it. Okay. They've already lived through the life. Like, like a lot of these people think these kids are dumb. Like all this Instagram thought, all that bullshit. They've already lived with their mother fucking the entire community. They've right. already lived through that. Like these men are complaining, having these synthetic issues. You don't have these issues. These kids grew up with these issues. And they need to know that they, they've been doing the right thing. It's, it's like me, separated from everybody, doing everything that I needed to do. Like, I didn't know what, well, I mean, I knew that I was doing the right thing because of the outcome, but mm-hmm. it definitely didn't feel that way. It didn't feel that way at all. It felt okay. isolated. It felt alone. It felt all that kind of shit. And then okay. all of a sudden, things worked out. And the benefit was me not having these complaints and problems that everybody else had. And that's when I knew that I was on the right track. Okay. Well, there it is there. Um, let me uh, address these cash apps real quick before I, I, before okay. I lose anything else. Uh, spiritual Logic, uh, thank you for the 20 on the cash app, bro, uh, for a great discussion, bro. Just spiritual, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, creative Mind, 20 on the cash app, thank you uh, for keep going. Uh, Erica, oh, Lord, this Miss Petty, <laughs> she says, for MOT the truth, what's up, Pastor? Thank you, Erica. Um, <laughs> my final my final question do people purposely get you misconstrued because of the way and how you you just speak what it is what it is you you, you speak they want to misconstrue it my links they dropped if you disagree we can have a conversation but these men don't know how to problem solve because part of the conversation piece is the problem solving piece. A lot of these people are not here to problem solve. They're here to maintain their current position that they're at. And they don't want to be questioned. And they don't want their life uh, to be upended by the, the truth of the matter. This shit ain't going to work out for you. Problem is, that's that's what it is. And they don't want to hear that shit. They want to hear that this stuff is going to work out. The only thing I do is just give me one more 
Keisha with 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 game that she sees a mile away <laughs> that you think you're running on her, but she's actually letting you run it. And then she just takes your fucking dick and fucking take your child away from you. And now you're online complaining about child support. Okay. Um, final words, MOT. Where can the people find you at? Uh, man tomorrow. Dot, oh, sorry. <laughs> YouTube.com slash man tomorrow. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, you put in man tomorrow and I'm the actual, um, channel that comes up. Uh, the direction that I take my channel in is actually, um, teaching people about the power piece, the actual subversion piece, the leverage piece. Actually, there's a real life seduction piece that can actually be taught not by women, but the allure of power and how people misuse it and all that type of other stuff. That's kind of the direction that I'm taking it in because that that's something that you can actually uh, bring people to to actually talk about. I don't want to bring any of these PhDs and people that I know through here to talk about bullshit in the manosphere. That's when I want to take it in another direction, get a better grounding floor under it, and so that way people can be more participate participatory in society not to tell you to vote for i'm just saying get involved and get invested because right now they just pass over your ass and don't even think that you even matter i suggest Mm -hmm. you move to a natural place in society that actually works and functions so that way if you're not politically active at least things work around you at least you have the equal protection under the law under most cases would actually work for you so what i heard was classism yes i'm all about creating a new class and a lot locking these people out of here Yes. All right. That was words from the fire breathing dragon. I affectionately call him that. Um, y'all know him as MOT, uh, Mr. Uh, what, 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 do you, what do you say? Um, top ramen and what's, what's the term? What's the slang? What's, what, what do you say? MOT, top ramen and, and <laughs> spaghetti <It's> sauce. <laughs> it took me like three weeks to figure out. I was like, oh, he's talking about, oh. <laughs> I was, it took me a minute to figure out what you was talking about. I, was, I get it now. <laughs> I, I thank you humbly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. And uh, thank you for your time and the words of, of wisdom and your insight, man. Much continued success to you. Um, I'll be watching from the tree line and, and see how everything everything goes on, on over on your side of the uh, of the field. So um, once again, yes, I, I thank man. you for coming. Things are going to work out because I believe that they are going to work out. You just got to get this message to the actual people before they get in damaged circumstance because a lot of people think that they're doing it wrong because they're not quote unquote popular and all this type of other stuff. I'm like, that bank account balance needs to be your popularity. You don't need to be worried about all these people's opinions. Your opinion mattered in a lot of more of these people's opinion. And the only thing you got to worry about is taking care of you, not mm-hmm. other people's situations or anything else. I understand people don't like the classism argument because it means that they're not coming along for the ride. And I don't mind leaving their ass behind either. So yeah, that's where we're at. My man, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let me go ahead and enjoy the rest of your day, bro. I appreciate that. All right, cool. All right. Thank thanks you, so much, man. Anytime, anytime. Yo, shout out to MOT. Woof, man. I know y'all, some of y'all going to be having clips for days. I, I Listen, I look forward to y'all clipping this and taking his words out of context. <laughs> so shout out to MOT. I, I'm humbled. I'm humbled and um, I'm, I'm appreciative. So um, with that being said, I, Thank everybody that came through. Thank everybody that donated. Everybody just, you know, good energy, good energy. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to get out of here and enjoy the rest of my day. I ask you guys to do the same. Uh, with that being said, y'all have a good one. Peace.
Oh, wait, Adrian, thank you for the two in the cash app, bro. You know what? I'm my bad. Let me go ahead and get y'all with your brown paper bags. Everybody that donated today, I'm so sorry. I just don't like playing the, the sound when I got guests on because, you know, sometimes people just don't want to hear that shit. And I, I'm okay with that. So let me run it back. Uh, Erica, thank you for the 10 on the cash app. Creative Mind, thank you for the 20 on the cash app. Speaker Logic, thank you for the cash app, bro. Adrian, shout out on the cash. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Peace.